grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text today is from the first chapter of Mark. And the whole city was gathered at the door, and Jesus healed many who were sick with various diseases and cast out many demons. And the disciples said to him, Everyone's looking for you. And Jesus said to them, Let us go to the next towns that I may preach there also, for that is why I came out. Uh, dear friends of Christ, yeah, have you ever seen anybody in a wheelchair? And what do you think when you see somebody like that? Uh, you see somebody driving one of those scooters throughout town. What are they thinking as you look at them? And what do you think about them? You know, I, I, do you wonder... You know, maybe what happened to them? What, what's their story? Uh, what made them the way they are? What kind of tragedy prevents them now from walking, from, from running, from doing the normal things, engaging in normal activities? Something happened to prevent all that. And what would Jesus do when he bumped into people like that? People struggling. Well, in our text, we see what Jesus would do. He is God. When he would meet things like that, he had a resource that you and I don't have. He was able to deal with it, all that brokenness. But he couldn't make this place perfect. Even God couldn't come here and fix all the brokenness. Too many broken people. Too much sin. Too many broken lives. And Jesus had to deal with all that human pain. And Jesus had to deal with all that human suffering. And in our text, we read that Peter's mother-in-law was suffering. She had a fever, maybe a COVID-related fever. Well, probably not, but it was life-threatening. And Jesus saw her. What did He do? Filled with compassion. He reached out to her. He touched her. He raised her up. And He healed her. Who is Jesus? Jesus reveals, throughout, as He walked throughout Israel, He revealed over and over and over and over and over and over and over again His power to heal the physically broken people and His power to heal the spiritually broken people. And that's what we see in our text. People came to Him who were possessed by demons. We don't see much of that today, but... He revealed His divine authority over sickness. His divine power over pain. His divine power over suffering and death. And His divine power over the devil and His hordes of demons. Who is this guy? Who is Jesus? Well, this morning we consider that under our theme... Who is Jesus and what has He done? 
Well, Peter knew who Jesus was, and Peter knew what Jesus could do, and Peter watches his mom be healed, but the people didn't know. The people didn't know who Jesus was. The people sat in darkness. They were about to find out that he had power. They were about to find out that he has authority. They're about to find out that he can do things that normal people can't do, things that only God himself can do. They're about to find out because after they had healed Peter's mother, a line developed outside the door. The word got out. Jesus can do things. And so there was that line. Can you imagine being Jesus? Can you imagine dealing with all that brokenness and having a line outside your door that goes all the way down through the blocks? And you look outside the door and there's a dad guiding his blind son. Behind him, there's that man struggling to walk because he'd had a tragedy earlier in his life and broke his leg and the, the bone didn't heal right. And he's lame. Behind him is a woman who hadn't, hadn't been able to hear anything. All she knew was silence for 47 years. Behind her was a brother holding his brother, who was convulsing and cursing and spitting and yelling and behaving poorly because he was possessed by a demon. And they all see Jesus. And they're all healed. And the people were asking, who is this guy? Who is this Jesus, and what has He done? Jesus knew. Jesus knew who He is. Jesus knew why He came, and Jesus knew what He was going to do about this whole thing. He was going to fix this broken world, but He couldn't fix it here. Listen, you're still living in the pain. You're still living in the brokenness. You're still living in human suffering. We see it all around us. Jesus came and he left and the problem didn't go away. There's still human tragedy. There's still human hunger. There's still depression and darkness. Jesus did not come to heal every broken bone. He did not come to soothe every broken spirit. And he did not come to bring heaven here to this earth. It's too broken. He did not come to make this world a sinful place. That was not his task. No, Jesus came so that sinners might be healed. He came so that our sin might be driven far from us, that our brokenness could be fixed eternally. Jesus came so that we would have a hope that one day we won't live with all this brokenness. We won't live with all this pain. We won't live with all this hopelessness that we might save by His power and by His authority when He comes again to drive the sin from our spirits 
and to drive and purge the sin out of the universe. Get rid of the curse so that sinners and the broken might be put back together again. By His power and by His authority and by His blood. You know, Jesus came so that souls could be saved, that one day we live in His new earth and that perfect world to come. This isn't it. But yet Jesus came to live in this cursed world. And as he entered this cursed world, he came with a solution. As he entered this broken world, he came with a cure. All the brokenness. And he witnessed all the brokenness. He witnessed the destructive nature of sin. What it did to people. He looked at the people who claimed to be Christians. And yet, through the foolish choices that they were making, some of them were were sexually abused and some were sexually abusing others and some were abusing drugs and some were abusing alcohol and some were cursing at each other and some were filled with anger and jealousy and some were filled with with greed and lust. And he saw the brokenness and the sin. He saw the human suffering and he saw the human pain. And he had compassion. He simply could not ignore all the brokenness. All the broken lives. All the darkness that surrounded him. And so he'd wake up in the morning and he would heal and he'd cast out demons and he'd fix the problems one after another and the line never ended. The line never ended. Because he loved them and he preached to them and he taught them. Who is this Jesus? What has he done? Can you imagine being Jesus and being asked to suffer and die for all the sinners? You're coming to earth for a purpose and your purpose is simply to die on the cross to bear their sins. And then you come to earth, and as you do, there's all the brokenness until you die. How do you deal with all the brokenness? Do you just ignore it? So that's not what I came for. I didn't come to fix people. I can't fix people. Fixing people here is impossible. You can't fix the broken. And I can see how all that brokenness weighed heavy upon our Savior. He was willing to suffer and die, but... Heavenly Father, there's so much brokenness. I can't fix all the problems here. Help me, help me to have the strength to meet the daily challenges that confront me, the people that stand before me. But most importantly, Heavenly Father, Don't let me forget about my mission to get caught up in all the human suffering. Remind me what I need to do to save their souls. Don't let me get sidetracked. Caring and loving for them. 
You know, Jesus is a good shepherd. He wants to cure it all. He's a good shepherd. He wants to take all the pain away, and he couldn't make it happen. He'd heal a blind person. There was just another one. He'd fix a broken bone, a lame person. There was just another one. There was just more brokenness and more human pain, and there was just more suffering and, and then more death and more tears and more division and more separation and more anger and more unbelief. And yet Jesus tended to those broken. He did what he could. And so do we. Jesus has called us. He's called us in this time to be Christ to somebody else. Christ lives in us physically. We are the temple of God. We are the temple of God among a people of darkness. Sometimes in our temple we're hurting. Sometimes we're suffering. Other times we have the ability, because the Holy Spirit lives in us, to help somebody else suffering. To reach out to meet them in their need, to, to, to get caught up in their human pain, to get caught up in their human tragedy. To hold their hand, to walk with them as they carry the burden of their sin and the result of the choices that they've made. And to point these broken people to Jesus. Who is He? What has He done? And we point them to the Savior. Who one day will create a new heaven and a new earth. Revelation says, Jesus will wipe away every tear from their eyes. And in the new coming kingdom, death shall be no more. Neither shall there be any mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore, for the former things have passed away. He who is seated on the throne, Jesus Christ Himself, says, Behold, I'm making everything brand new. And we encourage each other with those words, don't we? This is all temporary. The pain is temporary. Jesus is going to fix human suffering. Jesus has a solution to our human pain. It's just not here. It's just not now. However, in the meantime, we turn to Jesus and we ask, Who is He? What has He done? Well, Jesus is God. He's the Savior of the world. He is the Almighty he is a creator who put the stars in the heavens. He has all authority. He has all power. He heals the sick. He casts out demons. He forgives sins. And he dies for us. All that healing power, it's still available today. You know, our duty as Christians on this earth is to share that word of hope into the lives of people that are broken. 
They're broken maybe because of the choices they've made. Maybe they're broken because of things that have been done to them. And we pray for the people in pain. We pray for those who are suffering. It's our call to comfort those who mourn with the promises of God. To be there for our community and to remind people in the midst of their brokenness what a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. He's the great physician. He is the good shepherd. He's the almighty God, the one who heals our bodies, who heals our souls, who fixes our brokenness. And Jesus found joy in helping others. It's a joy that Jesus wants you to know. He woke up in the morning with the overwhelming task of taking care of the sick and the painful and the broken. And he found joy in serving people that way. And he says, I equip you. I equip you, my children, as I've washed your sins away, that you may know the joy of helping others. And that's why Jesus said, judge not lest you be judged, condemn not, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you'll be forgiven. Give, and it'll be given to you. In good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap. For with the full measure that you use it, it will be returned back to you. Who is Jesus and what has He done? He's our Savior. He's forgiving our sins so that we can forgive others. He has equipped us so that we can help others. He has blessed us with financial gifts and, and all kinds of things so that we can be there for others. He has freed us from the condemnation so that we might not condemn others. He's a cure for our spiritual wounds. Healing human pain and suffering was exhausting for Jesus, and he spent hours dealing with it. Tirelessly, he showed the people his power, tirelessly. From the rising of the sun to its setting, he did what he had to to fix their brokenness so the people would believe in him and be saved for all eternity. But ultimately, Jesus had to give his life. Ultimately, that was what he came for. To suffer himself. To die, to bear their burden, to bear their sin. And he had to give everything that he had to offer. He had to give it all, and he died to accomplish that. That they might believe in him, and by believing they might be saved. That's how John puts it in his gospel as he wraps up his gospel, he says, These miracles are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing, you may have life in His name. What's your pain? Jesus has an eternal solution. What is your human suffering? Jesus has an eternal cure. But there is no cure for the pain and the brokenness of this world. 
This world is lost, and that's why Jesus came. Who is He and what He's done? Jesus said, For the Son of Man has come to seek and save that which is lost. Paul wrote, Christ came into the world to save sinners. And John wrote, The Son of God appeared for this purpose, to destroy the work of the devil. God gives us so many opportunities to help people in need. And you're called to help the hurting and to be there for somebody that needs to be lifted up, to share the good news with them, to share Jesus with them, to point them to the Savior, to help them that they might believe and be saved from the wrath to come. Who is Jesus and what has He done? You know, this... This afternoon, many of us are going to go through that annual festival that we have of, of uh, this Super Bowl festivities. And who's going to win? Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs or Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Only one team can win. Only one quarterback will walk away a victor. But I can assure you everybody on that field is lost. Everybody in that stadium is lost without Jesus. They're all broken men. They're all broken women. They're all broken in their lives. and They're all sinners in need of salvation. And they won't overcome. They won't win. They won't deal with their pain and overcome their suffering without Jesus. Listen, we all have relatives who don't know Jesus, don't believe in Him. We all have neighbors who don't understand the truth and who are walking in the darkness and the brokenness of their sin. Who will reveal Jesus to them? It's epiphany. Jesus has revealed Himself to us. Why? So that we might reveal Him to the world. Amen. And now may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen.